it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Theme Park Stand Podcast, where all we do is talk about talent at Dorney Park. <laughs> Welcome to episode 19, and we've got a doozy for you this week. Yeah, we had so much going on. We have a lot of fun questions and things. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. Another, uh, it's going to be another uh, another T-Swift episode. Uh, <laughs> yes, we have at least so, one T-Swift question that I saw, maybe two. I think two, actually. Um, but yeah, there we have more T-Swift because... Why not, right? T-Swift. Yeah. Um, another thing, before we get going into the rest of this episode, I wanted to, to say this uh, first, before we go any further, nobody get mad because we have to reschedule our meetup again. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there was a lot of things we I didn't think about, and I think we didn't know that were happening when we scheduled that meetup. So we're going to reschedule it. So... Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, definitely and stay was... tuned. We'll get it scheduled. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be all for the better. So. Yeah, we'll How still have some really exciting things for you right around that time. Um, but yeah, just not a meetup that exact weekend, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Chris's fault. Everyone tell Chris he stinks. No, I'm kidding. Yep. Don't tell Chris he stinks. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a lot of uh, tweets about that on Wednesday morning. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We really are, and we will make it up to you. We'll make sure that the meetup is definitely worth your time um, yep. and worth all the trouble if you have to reschedule. Um, we definitely will. Yeah. Yeah, there was just so many things going on that that weekend that we were like, it's, you know, we might have a better shot of having a, a bigger group meeting up if we decide to move it. So, um, yeah, and there were some some other things behind the scenes. So it's all good. We're going to have a very good meetup when we narrow down that day. Yes, we will. Yep. LFG. LFG. Um. Oh it's probably what? gonna be so much quieter on my end because my air conditioner was blowing into my microphone. I hope this is so much better, everyone. I'm so sorry for the first three minutes of this podcast. It's okay. It was just we thought it was windy outside. I don't know. Yeah, it was super windy in my house. Just <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> a tornado in here. Twister at Universal. What? We have a really strong air conditioning unit. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally right next to me, just blowing into the thing, and I forgot. Oops, sorry guys. It's fine now. Everything's fine. Yeah, uh, everything's fine except for pipeline. Oh, yeah, except for pipeline because pipeline, like, pipeline just love tapped. One of the trains just like gave it a little love tap. Yeah, uh, kind of a bad little stretch for BM news recently. <laughs> yeah, what's worse though, the trains bumping or the crack on Fury? Oh, definitely got to be the crack on Fury, right? Probably. <laughs> Fury on crack. <laughs> Fury on crack. But it's definitely not good that the trains were bumping at SeaWorld. But, um, no, no. It is a pretty SeaWorld thing, though. 
Yeah, I mean, it. It's I've heard it quite a bit more often now than before. That with like trains tapping or whatever, like at Steel Vengeance opening weekend or opening year. I mean, um, yeah. So I mean, it seems like it's happening a little bit more often, but at least nobody was hurt, and it just was a little hello. <laughs> hello yeah but i also wonder though like is it happening more or is it just that like it becomes a bigger deal now yeah that could be it i feel like unless i don't know like i just feel like it's just talked about a little more now yeah especially like getting more involved in the community and, and following things are, you know, more close than I used to. So it makes sense. Yeah. So poor pipeline. Hopefully they figure that out. Um, my guess is there's probably, cause from the photos, it looks like no damage, just a little tap. So I'm sure they'll probably just run some cycles and try and like make sure that break is good. And then. Yeah. Like yeehaw. Yeah, hopefully, uh, and they get, I'm sure it'll be, you know, fingers crossed, be good for when I get down there in February, so. Oh my gosh, if it's not, I'm going to cry for you. <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go, are you going to try to go down before February? Likely. I can't stay away from Florida. Y'all know yeah. that. <laughs> my name um, is, I have an obsession with Florida. Thank you. <laughs> I mean... If I could get down there as much, yeah, I would too. So I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm like super obsessed. I'm trying to convince whenever um, Amusement Insider goes away next, I'm trying to convince him to let me watch his dog. Yeah. Because um, if you guys don't know, Amusement Insider has a corgi too. And I kind of have a thing for corgis. A little bit. Only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been trying to convince him all, all weekend. I was trying to convince him. I'm like, please, the next time you go away, let me just like, I don't even want, I don't even want you. I don't want to hang out with you. I just want Ed. <laughs> just let me in your house when you're gone. Okay. Jeez. He was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, um, yeah, that's, that'd be fun. I mean, that's, I like, yeah, I like Florida. I like Florida. <laughs> Speaking of corgis, guys. There she is. Driving. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Lots of distractions on my end today. It's going great over here. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, maybe it's just distracting us because Fury's testing already. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. It, the, this is the second day it started testing, so hopefully they get those 500 runs in real fast. Yeah, I was not expecting it to start testing this soon. That's actually, like, good for Carowinds. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure that, like, Carowinds or I assume Carowinds or maybe B&M called Claremont Steel Fabricators, like, that day that it happened, like, hey, we need to support now. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, I can't yeah. imagine Fury being down for an extended period of time. That cannot be good. Yeah, and I assume that B&M probably footed that bill. Um, yeah. Which doesn't hurt them in the bank, so. Yeah, I would hope so. Unless it comes down to that it was like a maintenance thing. Who knows? Yeah, they could have uh, just split it, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it'll be interesting. 
either way, Fury's back up and running um, and testing. So hopefully they can pass all the uh, inspections through the state and through B&M real soon. Yeah, hopefully so. That'll be exciting, guys. Stay tuned. We'll have, well, like, if it turns out like this one, Chris will have an update when it actually opens because I have no idea. <laughs> I wrote it down at the last second. I was like, oh, yeah, this is happening. I heard, I saw this today. I didn't see anything about it. That's awesome for them, but I'm cracking up. How did I not see anything? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Good for them. Good for Carowinds, and uh, not good for me this last weekend because I didn't get to go to Dorney or Hershey. Dang it! <laughs> yeah, but before we even get there, what about Sear Point putting up the August first? The get yeah. up thing. So we're getting yeah. an announcement. We're getting the announcement August 1st, and a few days before that, they added those big logos and the billboard to the park. So the racing, that says racing on two ends of that midway, um, and this says, like, join the team on that billboard that was on the side of the old hydraulic launch built building. Yeah, so that's so exciting. We're finally going to figure out, like, what's going on. Hopefully, we yeah. find out, like, more than just, like, a name or something. Yeah, I... I yeah i hopefully they go into the full details of everything <laughs> because i'm i'm starting to get to the point of like getting sick of seeing everybody comment every which direction of what could this be and what's going on and everybody's arguing over it like it is what it is just wait for the yeah. announcement <laughs> you could just stop caring about strata like some of us on the podcast <laughs> And especially don't care about it if it's a Zamperla. No, I'm just kidding. We'll give them a chance. We'll give them a chance. Who needs to have Ragster when you have Cause King? Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to Josh from Station Wade about that. He wrote it for the first time this past weekend. And he said it could definitely tell, like, where it kicks, like, in the gears all the way down the launch. So that's pretty cool. That'd be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, so from what I've, when I've talked to people who rode both, um, that's usually, there's usually two downsides I hear to Ka, and that is that um, the, you feel the pulls, there's like seven or eight pulls through the launch, and then you also have the over-the-shoulder restraints, like you have the big restraints, not the lap bar like on Dragster. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'm, I feel like that was a New Jersey state thing where they they required it. Yeah, it could have been. Jersey has some of the strictest requirements. Yeah. So it definitely could have been. Yeah, but uh, super excited I the for new dragster, racing dragster, whatever you want to call this thing right now. Um, but as long as it's more reliable than old dragster and better capacity so that is goes hand in hand more reliable better capacity uh if not then that's a big oops yeah <laughs> yeah that would be awful um but yeah i mean i i hope and pray that whoever is designing it and building it and just does a good job with it because at the end of the day i got to get over the fact that cedar fair doesn't work with intim in very much so i just have to get over that 
because other parks still do. And I'm fine with that because I can go there and ride them. I know it does just stink because like you're right by two very good Cedar <laughs> yeah. Fair parks and you're yeah. not going to get anything from I'm still holding out hope. Still holding out hope because of that whole rumor with the whole Cedar Fair crew and people going down and to ride Velocicoaster. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I can't imagine them, like, having this pissing match with Intamin for that much longer. Like, they seriously can't. Especially after we're watching Intamin pump out, like, good attraction after good attraction after good attraction. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, I can't imagine this can go on that much longer. Yeah, I mean, mean, B&M is, like doing some stuff outside of their normal. So maybe they go back like, oh, you're doing a family coaster? We need a B&M family coaster. There we go. No. I can't really imagine. <laughs> that would be so weird. Coaster. It would be yeah. so weird. But I do love it. I do, like, I see why they go B&M so much right now. But I just, it would be so nice to go back to an intimate. Yeah, let's get it, Cedar Fair. Come on. I also just feel like B&M just kind of takes over a lot of parks. Like, Yeah, and I mean, B&Ms are fine. It's just, they don't, there's a lot of, at least the ones here in Ohio, I mean, yes, their gigas are cool. Um, but like all their other stuff, they're decent, but they're like, to me, they're like filler. <laughs> they're just filler attractions. Yeah, I, I can definitely feel that at those other parks, especially. Um yeah, at the other spark, uh, parks, especially, I can definitely feel that. It's sad because they are good coasters, but I just, I do also like thinking about it. A lot of them are pretty old at this point. Yeah. They last forever, but they do like, they can tend to show their age. Yeah, they get that rattle hardcore. So, yeah. <clears throat> especially on like, if it's not built on like, weird ground like banshee is i don't know no i think of shikra all the time like shikra wasn't even that old and when you um they redid this portion of the ride but because of the like water that splashed up it used to like you came up out of that water and it like shook the train like it and slowed it down like 20 miles an hour it's crazy it was so bad. The whole ride was so good. And then you hit that spot and it just drastically slowed down. And yeah. I wouldn't even call it a rattle. Like it was much more drastic than a rattle. Which is crazy because like you think it has to be something to do with the combination of that water doing something to the track and then that train because Diamondback has a splash that gets on the track and it's so does Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. After the track, like, it's not the section that is in the water. Like, it's not the section that's, like, in the water. It's, like, right after that. So I don't know if something else contributes to it, too. But that's the only spot in the ride, and it's awful. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. I don't even know what we were talking about. Um, (laughs) What was even the the topic of this discussion? Just... I don't know. Something about wanting Intamins and... Yeah. On the pissing match between Cedar Fair and Intamin. I don't know. Um, But now that I derailed what um, the start of our podcast we were going to be talking about. um, Yeah, now we can probably talk about the Coaster Crew event and Dorney Park. Yeah. 
Uh, I was supposed to be there for both of these, and I couldn't make it. Uh, something came up last minute, but, you know, I got to say this. First and foremost, seeing everybody that I know there talking about hanging out with everybody, I was like, oh, my God, it's driving me crazy. I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a very fun it was a very fun event. Like it really was. Um, Dorney Park was super fun. There, it was still a lot of people that turned up to Dorney Park. Um, Sarah and Taylor from Coaster Studios ended up at Dorney Park. They were filming for the day, so I spent most of my day with them. Um, Cedar Kev was there. Bryant and his wife Megan. Um, other people too. There were. Like, a handful of people, a good amount of people showed up. We rode Talon at Dorney Park, like, four times. It was great. Nice. Yeah. And we also got a little preview. Um, we can't really talk about exactly what it was, but we did get a little preview. They brought in a team from Knott's Berry Farm to do one of their haunted houses this year. So we got a little preview of that haunted house, and it looks incredible. Wow. So can't really talk about any of the details other than that. Um, but it definitely, I, I feel like that house alone is going to be worth the trip over. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, I mean, that's, uh, I would like to, to go to Haunt at Dory Park. So, yeah, hopefully we can figure something out. <laughs> Yeah, that would be perfect. Like a haunt meetup. Maybe we'll try to we'll try to we'll try to do that, maybe. Yeah, maybe we can move it to Dorney Haunt and then we can get haunt night rides on Talon at Dorney Park. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Night rides at Dorney. It would be so good. So good. And night ride demon drops. That's so good too. Demon yeah. drop is a masterpiece. I mean, I'll have to write everything at least once, so uh so i get all the credits then rewrite whatever we want to do yeah and so, houses because i, I want to check out whatever they're working on yeah it's i so i didn't i've never done any of their houses um so i can't really speak for them and i really tried to avoid their scare zones too however i did get to see one of their shows last year up on a hydra and it was so good yeah i was really impressed that's good that's cool. And uh, I have to say, shout out to Taylor, because that photo of Possessed was just absolutely amazing. That that drone shot. Yeah, the one from the drone was incredible. He came back down and showed us that, and we were all really impressed by it. It was such a cool shot. Yeah. Uh, when he took that photo, was the, like, was the ride operating? Um, it was not. So we were okay. there like we were there like an hour and a half before park opening, and unfortunately, they were just like pretty delayed in getting the test run started. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't like much time with any trains going. Yeah. Um, at all for the like the time that we had like or that Taylor had the drone going. Yeah. Um. But he still got some incredible photos. Like, if you haven't gone over to Coaster Studios, like, I don't remember if they put it on their um, Instagram, but definitely on their Twitter. Taylor mm -hmm. posted some really amazing photos that he took from his drone. Yeah, they were all really good. Uh, 
did he did he vlog while you while you guys were there? Um, not like a day vlog, like not like our full day there. But they did take like a like we took different videos throughout the day. They have like a, I think they have a decent amount of content they have coming out. They already post posted their possessed point of view. Yeah. Um, that came out today. Um, but not like a full day vlog like they do sometimes right on yeah um i wish i was there that sounds like a lot of fun it was super fun i wish <laughs> you were there too you missed it i know and yeah obviously you got to hang out with ryan for a bit yeah ryan was with us most of the day um and we just had like we just had a good time with him it was just like yeah ryan is definitely one of my favorite pr people i have met um, he's just super chill and down to earth and easy to like, yeah, just communicate with. He's, yeah, he's a really cool dude. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm excited to get back out there when I do and hang out for a while with him. So that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be super fun. Uh, and then you had a, a huge day at Hershey the next day, right? Yes, our day at Hershey, um, our day at Hershey was super fun, um, but it was it was definitely very long and very hot, like yeah, and it was like sticky, gross hot, not just like hot, um, but it was so much fun. We got to go in for Sweet Start, so we started the day, of course, with Skyrush rides because like. Yeah. Duh. You have to. Um. Then we got to like Comet, and I don't think I rode Super Duper Looper the whole time I was there, which I just thought about. It's like kind of sad. Um. You know what? I didn't ride the whole time I was there. Let me guess. <laughs> Something that starts I, with an A, an F. <laughs> an A. <laughs> I did not ride Fahrenheit once, and it was glorious. So it was a beautiful day. Um, yeah, it was just like really fun. It was a pretty, um, it was a very well done event. Like Tim always has these really well done events. He has a lot going on. Um, this was, I think my, the biggest event that coaster crew has put on that I have been to. Um, so that many people was a little overwhelming. Um, but not to the point that I didn't enjoy it. It just like I the next day I'm scrolling on social media and I was like, oh, my gosh, there was like 100 people that were there and I didn't even know. Yeah, like, I had no idea they were there. Yeah. Good job for good. Good on Tim also to get everybody in the, that photo at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> there were so many people. He gets a group photo like every event and they always turn out. He's really good at getting them done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will say, though, I know a lot of people went because of the Wildcats Revenge um, ERT. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I do Wildcats Revenge ERT again. Really? Why is that? Oh, it was so... It, so, the one thing I took away from this Hershey Park event with Wildcat is that it's too crazy. Like, it, it is not easily rideable. Um, 
it was fun, but I only got like in the hour we were just getting back on, like getting off and getting right back on, maybe waiting a train. So we should have realistically gotten a lot of rides, but I, I think everyone I talked to, we were tapped out at like five or six by the time they were at the last like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like no, most people just left and we're hanging by the lockers. It was too much. Yeah. Um, I didn't, think it would be the case going into it but by ride three i was just like "Ooh, i I didn't process like how much this thing can beat you up it's crazy yeah and okay so time out on this i have a (laughs) i have a question about dorney i just thought of so why didn't you get on the river rapids with everybody else i got on Oh, I unfortunately like work got a little crazy. We had stuff going on at work. So I unfortunately ended up at the Starbucks down the street working for a couple hours. Um, so yeah, I missed the rapids. I also missed Demon Drop with everyone, which was very sad. But yeah. So I I guess they all got drenched on there. (laughs) Oh yeah. When I saw everyone else, we like after everyone came and we went and got dinner and I was like, no one is in the same clones. (laughs) oh that had to be fun i I, it was probably really refreshing it was super hot that weekend wasn't it last weekend yeah it was very it was very hot it was a little unbearable yeah because i remember seeing a story and it might have been on sarah's instagram story but her and mark had milk (laughs) oh my gosh i'm pretty sure it was those two it was mark sarah bought milk with mark because she didn't want him to feel left out as we were all making fun of him and mark once again was just chugging chocolate milk and riding (laughs) coasters in a hundred degree swampy heat it was the most disgusting thing i've ever had to watch in my life (laughs) and he's like chugging it like he's not just drinking it we didn't even we went from the, the machines that they took a picture at, which if you're a local at Hershey, they're the cow machines that are like mm-hmm. kind of by Storm Runner. And by the time we made it to Sky Rush, like it, not even halfway to Sky Rush, he was done. Yeah. Ooh. And Sarah didn't finish hers until getting onto Sky Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like chugging milk and riding Sky Rush. <laughs> that? Oh my gosh. Good for them. But also, that's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so how were the uh, the Skyrush rides throughout the uh, day? They were really good. Skyrush is always, it just always slaps. I got my first night rides on it, I think. Yeah? Yes. I got at least one night ride, I think. Um, it's so good. It's like so crazy. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Yeah. And no great bear rides? One. One? Oh. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Great Bear fan, as you guys know. Like, it has beautiful terrain, but it's just, like, not my... There's so many amazing coasters at that park. It's just not something I'm running to ride. Um, Great Witch Ever. <laughs> um, what else... Oh my gosh. I, I was like, I know I was going to say something about Skyrush. My friend Alex, um, if you guys follow him, he's Stateline Thrills. He hated Skyrush. What? 
I know. I was like, he texted me and he was like, you guys are all freaking insane. Like Skyrush was trash. And I was like, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Oh no. Those are fighting words. <laughs> I was like, it is the most insane shit ever. It probably should not exist. Yeah. No kidding. But still that makes it all the more better. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I mean, everybody has their own opinions. That's fine. Even if it's wrong. Yeah, even if it's wrong, it's so good, though. Yeah. Like, it's so good. I love Skyrush. Um, yeah. I mean, it seemed like an awesome event. Like I said, I was super jelly, like, throughout the whole weekend, just seeing everybody's posts on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Tim, if you hear this, I'm... I'm, I'm going to try to get to that next event. I hope it's, uh, hopefully it's KD maybe. I don't yeah. know what the next events are, but. The next one I believe is Virginia is for Coaster Lovers, which is going to be in like September, October. Oh, okay. Well, I have to think. I got to yeah. plan some stuff out. So we'll see. Um, but I'll get to one. I know I will for sure. Because that looked like a lot of fun. His events are so good. The Coaster Crew events are really good. They always bring a good crowd in. Um, yeah, yeah, they're just always they're just always really really well done. Um, I enjoy his events a lot. And then I also went to Knobles with like a handful of people who it was like their first time going. Um, and it was just a chill day, and I ate pierogies, which are fantastic. They are good. It's been a long time since I've had any, but they are really good. Pierogies from Knobles. Like, if you have never eaten the food at Knobles, go to Knobles, like, today and go eat the food. Okay. I'm going right now. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, go right now. Get in your car and go. Eat yep. the food. Okay. See you guys. Episode's over. We're going. Yeah. Episode's done. Chris is going for pierogies. Yeah. They're, like, absolutely incredible. Um. Yeah, I highly suggest them. I also, Mark got this. I didn't get it, and I now kind of regret it, but Mark got bacon on a stick with, like, fudge mm. drizzled on top. It looked so good. That sounds amazing. It looked incredible. I am kind of jealous that I didn't get it. Yeah. Mm, that sounds good now. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But Knobles was so much fun, too. We had, like, a... It wasn't, like, a giant group. I think we had about, like, seven or eight people there. Um, Yeah, it was just... Get on all the coasters and whatnot? The big ones. So I got... Oh, I actually have to add my credits. So I got two... Yes, I got two new credits. Um... The first one, Black Diamond. I've been to Knobles like three or four times and I've never gotten Black Diamond. So it was my first time and that was my 150th credit, guys. Um, and then Cosmo's Curse, which is like their kitty coaster. But it's like, it was surprisingly really forceful and fun. And it also goes over this like boat ride that they had. But this these people behind, like they were just crashing into the boat in front of them and getting like, the canal was not wide enough to pass. So they were just like stuck and crashing in. And oh my gosh, it was so funny. The whole time I was riding, I was like, I can't stop watching 
like the boat in front just won't move and the one behind him does not want to wait so they just keep crashing into them i couldn't stop watching it was amazing it was the best credit ever <laughs> that sounds like fun it was super fun um well congrats yeah. on 150 too that's a big yeah. milestone 150 and with the centralia coaster we love it yes wait what I love that you're like, I agree. Wait, what? I, uh, you know I know what Centralia, but I don't know about a Centralia coaster. Yeah, so it's like, it, it's honestly like the most, like, it, uh, considering it a coaster is kind of like a stretch in my opinion. Like, it's just a very kiddie coaster, but it's like a dark ride coaster and it's all about Centralia. Oh, okay. It's a really cool, like the detail is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I probably, I think I sent this to you, and I forget somebody, maybe somebody else, but I went there once and shot a video and everything, and that place was very eerie. But they covered up that road with all the yeah. graffiti on it. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have much choice. Like, that was technically, a... no one was allowed onto it because it can collapse at any moment. Yeah, but yeah, I walked all the way down it. <laughs> I think someone actually like. They, they didn't, I don't think they died, but I believe someone, like, fell through and got stuck in it, which is why they, like, officially, I could be wrong, but, like, my memory could definitely serve me wrong. It was, like, a couple years back now, um, but I believe it was something, like, someone fell through and got stuck, and, like, the time and effort that it took to get them out was, like, very dangerous. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I was, when I went, it was, like, 20... 13 maybe and you could definitely i mean this you can still see smoke coming out of the ground so it's still burning down there at least it was then a fire yeah it's crazy. <laughs> yeah and it's been burning for like years and years and years yeah i mean they, they evacuated that town in what the 70s or 80s yeah it so. was a long a long time ago my friends like parents lived there Wow. It's kind of crazy. She talks about it all the time. She's like, yeah, like my family is like from there. Yeah. So and then they, they have that like kind of creepy looking church that sits up on the hill. So it's, it makes sense why the people call it the real silent hill. The real silent hill. I don't know if yeah. I've ever heard that, but. People think they based that whole like movie franchise off of Centralia. I mean, I can see it. Yeah, because all the ash that falls in the movie when the yeah I don't know if anybody's seen okay. the movie. But... <laughs> that makes that makes sense. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, there is also a coaster at Knobles that is themed to it. So LFG, and it's a super cool coaster. Like it's pr I haven't been on like too many outside of Disney dark rides, but like it's definitely my favorite non Disney dark ride. Yeah, I think I have to ride it at again but like definitely up there anything else this weekend because i didn't do anything <laughs> um knobles anything after that just Knobles chilling, and, hanging out. and dorney park yeah and then um we drove like a whole bunch of people to the philly airport and all of their flight got canceled um and some, somehow, the flights turned out that they ended up in Ohio with, like, 
hours long layover, so they all went to Cedar Point. Um, <laughs> and I ended up with Philly cheesesteaks because there was um, at least one person who ended up staying back and just paid to get on a like no like a nonstop flight, which like I I would too. I think they had to take three flights to get home. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's so rough. I would have paid too. Like that's insane. Um, so we ended up doing like a little Philly tour and getting cheesesteaks, which was super fun. It was just like a very chill day. Um, but I don't do that. Like I live, I, I've learned this weekend that people like don't actually think I live like that close to Philly, but like, I literally can walk 10 feet and be in Philadelphia. (laughs) So I literally live like right next to Philadelphia. Um, so I don't do like... I know some good Philly cheesesteak spots, and if I'm around Philly, I'll do Philly cheesesteaks. But, like, I don't – and I'll do it often. Like, so it's always nice when I get to go and do Philly cheesesteaks. And I especially love it when, um, like, the friend I was with was like, I've only ever had Gino's cheesesteaks. And I was like, oh, oh, for the love of God, do not – we are not going to Gino's for cheesesteaks. <laughs> Isn't that, like, the one of the most popular ones, though? It's like the tourist trap. Like, Pat's yeah. and are the tourist traps of cheesesteaks. Yeah. Um, and so we, we ended up having, like, a whole ordeal, and it took us um, two cheesesteak stops to actually get cheesesteaks. Um, but I took them to one that's actually right outside of the city. But they it's still a better cheesesteak than Pat's and Gino's. So yeah. um, if you guys want cheesesteak recommendations, I will give you some. But to me, that's like a super fun and touristy day because I just don't do Philly stuff. I go downtown all the time, but I I just kind of avoid the regular Philly stuff. I yeah, know. I mean, when you live there, why? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Been there, yeah. done that. School trips there. Um, yeah, it's just like at this so point, what, I don't really need it. What do you get on your cheesesteak? I do whiz with usually. What is that? <laughs> whiz, whiz with? Yes. So if you're not from Philadelphia, we don't put mushrooms. We don't put peppers. Like, we don't want that shit on cheesesteaks. Like, don't go near my cheesesteak with that shit. No onions? So, wait, I'm getting there, Chris. Okay. So when you order, if you've never been to a Philly cheesesteak place, when you order a Philly cheesesteak, you order by the type of cheese, and then you say with or without, and that means with or without onions. That That is what we do. And then usually they'll have, like, hot peppers, like banana peppers that you can put on, like, later. But they're, like, always in this grimy, like, very – they're, like, self-serve. You don't get them at the counter. And you oh, – no, you have to. It's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. Actually, post-COVID, I don't know if they still do it, but it's always in, like, a very juicy, grimy container. And nothing else. I whiz with, don't put anything. Unless I'm going to, like, a local... Like, there's good Philly cheesesteaks, and then there's just, like... There's, like, local pizza shop cheesesteaks. They're kind of different. Like, it's the same idea, but it's definitely a different quality. And then I put... it's a Philly thing, guys, but I put ketchup and mayonnaise on them if it's like a 
pizza shop. Philly cheesesteak. Okay. So just different kinds of cheeses, or is it normally just one cheese that they have? Um, They have different kinds of cheeses, but, like, if you are going to get, like, an iconic Philly cheesesteak, don't order anything but the Wiz. Like, it's not going to be good. You have yeah. to do Wiz. Um, uh-huh. If you go to a pizza shop, you can do, like, whatever, American provolone cheddar, whatever you want to do. Um, they're just different qualities. But if you're going to any big one you have to do is like it's it's just the philly way to do it i got you okay sounds good i like cheesesteaks even though i guess everywhere else does it wrong because everywhere else it, it comes with green peppers on it and i'm like no thank you yeah you can't do like i don't know where that comes from because i've never been to a cheesesteak place that puts green peppers on yeah like banana peppers but we don't like that's not cooked into the steak or anything. Like sometimes we have that later, but yeah, like I don't know who decided the green peppers going to cheesesteak, but like absolutely fucking not. Yeah. I'm good. Oh man. We have so many things like questions <laughs> to go through. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know what? Do you have anything else from the weekend? No, I don't think so. I think the cheesesteaks are the end of my weekend. Um, so let's get into questions. So this one's going to be fun because uh, Coaster365, Bryant. <laughs> Bryant is asking, attribute a Hershey roller coaster to every Taylor Swift album. Sorry, Chris. But, but Brian, don't you wait, because I I tried to do my best at this. Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm actually, I'm going to give you guys, like, very quick, just run through mine. But I'm way more excited for Chris's than mine, <laughs> to be honest. Um, all right, so here we go. I'm going to do it in the order of um, the dis- disco- uh, that dis- discography. Is that how you say it? Discography? I don't know. I'm doing it in the order of the albums for T-Swift. I don't know the word. I'm really doing great. All right. So starting with Taylor Swift or debut, we have Super Duper Looper because original Taylor Swift album and the OG at Hershey Park. Fitting. Um, Then we have Fearless is going to be Jolly Rancher Remix because Taylor's version is like the remix make is better than the original um then speak now taylor's version or speak now um is going to be sky rush because they are both beautiful masterpieces um red is storm runner just because they're both very beautifully done um and give like kind of similar vibes um in my opinion then this one might shock you guys because this was probably my hardest one to place. I have 1989 at Fahrenheit because 1989 is like not my favorite album, but every once in a while it slaps. And I'm only saying that because that one ride I had with Chris was good. The rest of them are awful. Um, But 1989 is not my favorite, but every once in a while it slaps. Then we move on to my two least favorite albums, which we have Reputation, which is Lightning Racer, and Lover, which is Laugh Track, because um, Lover, I feel like there's no thought put into either. So, like, there is, but there's not. Um, So great. Lightning Racer and Reputation just are both my least favorite. Um, Then we have Folklore. That's going to be Great Bear, 
because it's kind of chill. Um, really because it's chill, but it's still very beautifully done, kind of like where the terrain makes that coaster so amazing. Um, Evermore is going to be candy because pretty tame, but still slaps. And then Midnight's is going to be Wildcat's Revenge because I feel like both of them are free-for-alls. Okay. All right. And that was very long and a lot of runoff. Um, now, Chris. Okay. So who is ready to uh, hear Jen just royally attack me? So here we go. First album, Taylor Swift, I have Comet because it's first you know one of the first ones there it was the first one there i think right i think so yeah so i i just associated that with her first parks first all right great that, i'll accept that okay fearless i have fahrenheit because there's a lot of classic songs on there and that's a classic roller coaster at hershey park because it's got an iconic lift hill and those are she has iconic songs on that album. Yes, except one is trash and one's okay, but that's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, this one, this is the one I'm going to murder you over, Chris. You better choose wisely. <laughs> well, here goes nothing. Uh, what did I write down here? Speak now. The original version I have, Candemonium, because it's decent, but. Meh. Okay, and on that note, we will be taking applications for a new co-host <laughs> for the Park Stand podcast. It's it's decent. It's decent, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, is I, I, you know, what's funny is I was at work doing this, trying to listen to these songs on the album. Like, man, I didn't recognize any songs on there, but they it's still wrong. sounded good. It's the Sweemo album. Yeah. You listen to all of it. I think I might like the re like Taylor's version better. Probably. I'll that you should only listen to Taylor's version. We do have to keep moving though. This episode's gonna be like years <laughs> old. Um, red. I have Great Bear because um, it was the start of I don't know what I did on this one, but <laughs> it was the start of where T Swift Swift went kind of poppy i think right and bear great bear is cool terrain that has i don't know okay. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't know what i was thinking on this one uh, i can't even read my handwriting um but it looks good i don't know maybe the album looked good i don't remember what the album cover looked like but yeah all right 1989 I have Storm Runner because it had great singles and Storm Runner has a great launch. And that's, I don't know why I associated it with that. Valid though. like Valid. valid. Okay, yeah, that's good. Singles on 89, 1989 are really, really good. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, that really, I think 1989 definitely got me more into like, hey, Taylor Swift is cool. So, um, yeah. <laughs> reputation. <laughs> You're about to put something good at Reputation. I have Skyrush. Because really? Reputation's my favorite album of hers. Wrong! <laughs> Speaking of Taylor's version is the best album. Reputation's my least favorite album. Like, I feel like it's so poppy that I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, look what you made me do. That song slaps. 
Yeah, but look what you made me do. Like, if we're just basing it off of that one song, like, that's such a Wildcats Revenge song. Yeah. Because that was a shit coaster, and that was like, look what you made me do, bitches! I'm RMC'd! (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, I mean, the music video for Look What You Made Me Do was awesome, because she is a zombie. Yeah. I'll give you that song. Okay. And it had a couple other songs, and really it's because my niece really liked that, and she really fell in love with uh, Taylor Swift when this album came out, and they she went to go see her at Ohio Stadium, and she actually locked eyes with Taylor when she was floating in the air, so that was pretty cool. So I was like, that's my favorite one. Okay, I'll give you one. <laughs> uh, all right, Lover. I put Super Duper Louver because what? <laughs> I... Uh, don't know any songs off that and i tried to listen to it and i was like you went from you went from reputation to this and i i felt like it was back to what maybe older stuff but like more yeah i'm just not a fan of lover like i feel like lovers to try hard love song stuff like i don't know i'm not a fan of lover uh but i do see like I do see how you can link it to Super Duper Looper because how do you not love Super Duper Looper? And it's called Lover. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll link it for Chris. Uh, folklore, I put laugh track because also what? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know any thought. Uh, okay. And Evermore. I also have what and I put it at Lightning Racer because those three albums are definitely my least favorite. Evermore so good. Champagne Problems is one of the best Taylor Swift songs. It's like after after uh, Reputation came out, I just didn't hear anything until yeah. Midnight's well, came out. Well, it was COVID, so like Folklore, she built a she built a studio in her house mm. and recorded it like it was fully produced at her house in separate okay. rooms. So like these were two like covid albums so i don't think they got the same hype um folklore a lot of people hate but betty is such a good song like they're all good songs just people don't love it it's very folky and not her thing evermore though is a beautiful album it's like a mix between like kind of like her red vibes and folklore which is really cool but and then lastly, I have Midnight's, and I also chose Wildcat's Revenge because it was a comeback. Wildcat's Revenge got brought back to life by RMC, and I feel like she came back to her poppy, poppy vibes, and yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yep. I so, can see that. Um, I feel like, yeah, I didn't get as much heat as I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, but I am still going to take a some like applications i'm kicking chris off the podcast so all right um, who's gonna replace me let's send (laughs) tweet tweet at us if you want to replace me (laughs) yeah who wants to replace chris if you hate speak now taylor's version the answer is no it's not that i didn't hate it it's not my favorite it's you're wrong better than revenge that is the suimo album (laughs) if i would have i looked up like the entire like discography and there was like eight like not it wasn't just the disorder, but like everything she's ever done. I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be it. There's not a, enough roller coasters for this. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, there were, there were, cause I missed Comet and Coco Cruiser. Yeah. And I, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I, I, somebody came up with a good idea that 
one time we'll have to do this for a different park and then I'll do Blink-182 albums compared to yeah. whatever coasters. <laughs> yeah, Eventually. that's good. Anyway, moving on. We got a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, moving on. We, we have to get moving. Um, all right, speed questions. Um, we have Adam. He has... Um, one uh, two questions one i'm just gonna come right off the bat i don't think either of us have any recommendations but he's asking for gluten-free food options at knobles which i don't have any i'm gonna guess you don't either right nope never been but if you do reach out to us and we'll happily relay them forward i i don't eat gluten-free so i don't know any um but definitely let us know and we can relay them over um because this is important. Like diet restrictions and inclusivity is very important. So if you have any gluten-free canola food options, let us know. Um, yep. His other question is best seat on town and half day Dorney Park recommendations. Which I, I don't know why I ended up asking because I think these are both for me. Um, <laughs> if you like a more intense B&M invert, I would sit in the back. However, I think because of how beautiful town is and because of how like diverse and graceful it is, I think it's a front ride coaster or a front row coaster. I love it on the front. I love it in the front left. Um, that's my favorite seat on the ride. I think it's beautiful. The half day Dorney recommendations are to like, if you need to credit run and you're just trying to get shit done, um, go in the morning, but make sure you're there at two o'clock because a lot of the times demon drop does not open until two. Um, so if you credit run in the morning, you can usually be done like one ish and then like grab some lunch, grab a drink, maybe re-ride something and then go to demon drop. Like definitely do not miss demon drop, but I think this is definitely a morning credit run park. There you go. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, moving on. We have, is it Blio? Anyway, let us know. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but uh, which, if your okay, which of your bottom ten coasters would you transform into an A or S tier coaster, and why? Oh, you're making me go look at my my rankings now. <laughs> I don't rank far enough down to like be able to just say like this coaster. So if you look and you think of one very quickly, definitely take it. Um, what? I'm definitely for this one, like just thinking through this for this one, I'm definitely thinking wood. Oh, mind blower. At Kissimmee. There you go. Um, I don't know. It didn't say that it could, it had to be a coaster that's still around. So I have a defunct one that I would do. And that's son of beast because that structure was massive and I have it ranked right now. Um, out of my 121 credits, I have it 102. So I think they could, I think RMC could have done amazing things with that thing. Yeah. That wasn't shit. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, at this point, I feel like it's impossible to answer this question without saying an RMC. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got another one. I got another one that has, yes, still an RMC, but not coming from a wooden coaster. Fix that freaking quad down on Airy Force One, because that would be an A-tier, that would be an A-tier coaster. 
The clog down's awful. So you're saying RMC, the RMC. Yes, RMC, <laughs> RMC or RMC, RMC. <laughs> Other than that, that's such a beautiful coaster, but the clog down just, it's so painful. Like, it's too much. Yeah. One of these days I'll experience it. Yeah, one of these days. <laughs> anyway. All right. Then we have um, State Line Thrills, who I talked about earlier in the episode. State Line Thrills says, why does Skyrush feel like being a test dummy in a car crash simulator? Because Intamin does amazing things with their engineering. That's why. It's so good. If you've never been on Skyrush, you go down that first drop and you see that you're going to turn. But the way that it makes you turn, like it does, it literally feels like you just got hit by a car. Like you just got T-boned. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's you, hit that kink and, you hit that kink and then you're in an accident for real. Yeah. It's insane. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, State Line Thrills, because we are stands for Skyrush. Yeah. Yeah, we we are both pretty big Skyrush stands here. All right. So, uh Caitlin loves coasters. And this one's for you, Jen, because Baymax wants to know if Jen is mad, he wouldn't give her kisses. Guys, I was so salty. Baymax the last like three times. So Baymax is Caitlin's service animal. Um, he is, he's the cutest dog, but he also looks like he's an old man who like they gave a dog costume. He's like so wrinkly. His dog costume is like three sizes too big. He's so cute though. I love him. He looks like an old man. Um, but the last like three times that I like helped with Baymax, he gave me kisses when Caitlin wasn't looking, but at Hershey Park, he wanted nothing to do with giving me kisses. I was so sad. <laughs> I was so sad. Baymax gave me kisses. So um, I'm very, I'm very sad. I'm not mad. I'm very sad that Baymax would not give me kisses. Yeah. Um, Caitlin has another one and she, this one is also, she's picking like, two coasters that I refuse to ride with them. <laughs> and she is saying um, Jolly Rancher Remix or Fahrenheit. Well, I've only been on one, so I'm going Fahrenheit. I'm going Jolly Rancher Remix. <laughs> mm, a boomerang over an Intamin. Wow. <laughs> yup. Because the on-ride... Wait, you, yeah, you gotta ride Jolly Rancher Remix because the on-ride audio and that tunnel so good they're so much fun like it's still not the most comfortable ride but it's so unique yeah i mean i'll i'll try it yeah it sounds very <laughs> encouraging it sounds like you're v excited about it yeah i'm i'm v capital v, v excited about it <laughs> anyway um cedar kev what's up dude uh what are your hobbies outside of coasters uh, this is a good one. This is good. One. I don't think we've ever talked about any of this stuff. Yeah, I don't think we have either. And I like I think we both have like personal pages outside of our coaster pages where we post about other stuff. Um, so I know we've talked about my dog. So for me, um, I do 
a lot, a lot of training with her and spend a lot of time hiking with her and just um, doing different activities in most of my um, off time, usually something physical for both of us. And then I also am pretty into CrossFit. I do CrossFit. Um, I didn't for a little while, but I do CrossFit um, at least six days a week, sometimes twice a day, depending, you know, on all of that stuff. But that is that is my hobbies. I'm a CrossFitter. Nice. Um, I do kind of a lot of things outside of this. So it's hard to find time to, to do a lot of things that I want to do. But um, I am an avid hockey fan. So go Blue Jackets. I go to games all the time. Um, I've, I've played the drums since I was like seven. So I'm a drummer. I was, I was in a, you know, metal band garage band all the way through high school and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, that was fun. Um, definitely love going to concerts and also I play a lot of call of duty. So if you have an Xbox and ever want to play call of duty, hit me up with your gamer tag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, Chris, I don't know if we've ever talked to this, but I was going to school to be a French horn performance major. So I, I haven't, I don't really do music anymore, but music was definitely something I did for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love music. Music is life for me outside of coasters. So if it wasn't for music, I don't know where I'd be. I, music yeah. is great. Yeah. So that's it. That was like a yeah, good Cedar Cab. That was a great question. I feel like yeah. I feel like we've never talked about that. So thank you for asking that question. For we sure. love it. Um, so then we have Velasa Coasting. He said, How would you feel about Taylor Swift buying and re renaming and theming rights? Oh, buying, naming, and theming rights to Dorney Park, similar to how Dollywood does it. And also what album does Talon get renamed, rethemed, and repainted to? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just going to take a guess here, and we're going to rename the park to Swift Park. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then Talon, I'm going to go with Reputation, even though you don't like it, but Talon has a big reputation, and that's a good thing. I'm going very opposite for this one. Do you have colors? Colors? That you're painting it to or retheming it to? Um, so colors give me black supports and gold colored track. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's what the colors of that album, weren't, weren't they? I don't remember. Yeah, you got it. So this isn't my answer, but I, I do have to comment on it because the first thing that I thought would be a pretty cool theme if it was a Taylor Swift car or Taylor Swift um, one is getaway car and getaway cars on reputation. So that was like the first thing to ca that came to mind for me that was like, that would actually be like a really, a really cool theme for it. Um, but that is not my answer but just in case you need it <laughs> and just in case you need one. <laughs> if you go in with a song i would do um king of my heart because talent has a, a, a it, it just becomes king of your heart once you write it yes it is because <laughs> it's so beautiful um for me 
Um, I would honestly love it because I love Taylor Swift. And if Taylor Swift had a theme park, I would move there. I would move there. I would live there. I don't care where it is. I don't care if there's nothing else in the area. That's where I'm going. That's my home park. Um, and I think a very different album. So I'm going to go Evermore for Talon because I, as you guys know, I talk about it a lot. Talon is not like my favorite coaster. It's really not like, but it is my favorite B&M invert. And I, I will admit like it, it's definitely not the best coaster in the world like you're trying like uh, people are trying to put it up ne next to like maverick and velocicoaster and it's just it, it it doesn't compete however that's kind of how i feel about evermore too like it doesn't compete to my favorite taylor swift albums however it's still one of the most like it it still is probably my favorite and in my opinion the most beautiful taylor swift album um so I'm going to yeah. go with Evermore. And I guess, like, really, I could give different answers to, like, what album. I don't know. Oh, I guess, like, rethemed. We're going to retheme it to the album. And then um, on the Evermore album, she has, like, orange and black flannel, like an orange, red, and black flannel. So we're going to go with the flannel vibes. I like it. I dig it. Yeah. So. so then, yeah, that's cool. So um, if you're if Taylor Swift, if you happen to hear this, which <laughs> that would be crazy. But uh, yeah, build a theme, theme park. Yeah, build a theme park. We would love it. <laughs> All uh, right. So, uh, yeah. What were you going to say? I'm, I thought it was my turn. Go for I got it. You. <laughs> uh, so Brandon is asking, uh, what coasters have ADHD in your opinion? Is that the, are we talking about the like the ride experience? Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is like very confusing. Do you have one? ADHD. Um, hmm. What coasters have ADHD? I'm trying to think. I would have said, uh, well, I don't know. Let me think here. Um, hmm. ADHD. Uh, give me lightning rod because it'll like want to work and then not work. So <laughs> even they, they even redid it and put a bunch of eyebox on it and it still doesn't work all the time. So, yeah, to be honest, like, I don't know if I could pick one. Um, it, I, it's been a long time and I feel like now that I ride coasters, I might not feel the same way, but for years and years and years and years, I would not ride Batman at Six Flags Great Adventure, um, because I felt like it went so fast and it was so condensed. And so like, I felt like it just never knew where it wanted to go. And it was just like back and forth and everywhere. And like every, like nothing was coherent. Yeah. Um, so I might say that, but again, I haven't ridden it so long. So I don't really know, like that could have just been like young me remembering it that way. 
Um, but I think maybe that he actually gave me his answer for this one. He was saying verbolum, which like that's very valid because it it's like it it launches. It has like dark ride stuff. It has like it has a little bit of everything. Yeah, so, I agree. That that's a good one. But I didn't want to use his answers. It's definitely I agree with it, but I don't. I think the hyperactivity that I remember from Batman is more what I think of anyway. And I was going to, I I gave a little bit more thought to this and I'm going to actually change mine to a wild mouse at Cedar point because it could literally not spin it all for you or you could spin you to death. So yeah. Wild mouse, you taking your meds. Yeah. So there's that. that. All righty. So we have, Zero G Coaster said, would you rather ride one coaster for the rest of your life, your choice, or only be able to ride the mediocre coasters? Mm, give me the one for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know, because then it's like you're asking me to choose, like... If you got to ride Velocicoaster for the rest of your life or only mediocre coasters i know but like right now you're asking me to say like if i only get to ride velocicoaster for the rest of my life and i can never ride guardians of the galaxy again and yeah. like like or because i wouldn't pick velocicoaster i would pick guardians of the galaxy which is like such a crazy thought but it's such a unique and fun and different experience and the changes in songs and like the, like that causes it to have such a rewritable experience. Yeah. But then I would never get to ride Velocity again. <laughs> I guess the one, but I would choose Guardians. Yeah. I would, I'm, I'm guessing the one as well. And it would be Maverick. Yeah, until you write Guardians, then you're going to see what I'm saying, and you're going to be like, all right, well, valid. Yeah. This is actually a great one. Yeah, and, like, I am I was really, con like, contemplating saying, like, I-305 or Wildcats Revenge, but, yeah, those might be a little... They're too intense. Yeah. So, yeah, Maverick it is. Go figure. Yeah. You... Yeah. Standing, and that, that's what I do. Um. Anyway... Uh, Jake Steffen, uh, would you rather, by some miracle, Intamin be working on reimagined dragster or a brand new Intamin Blitz to be built at King's Island? The Blitz at King's Island. Yeah, real easy, real easy choice there. Give me, uh, give me something like Velocity or Gotham City Escape or whatever that is over there. Yeah. Or even I would take something along with like Tutaudis or Pantheon at Kings Island, to be honest. So, yeah, I just think that like, I guess I don't even really have to say this. Like, I'm sure you guys all know this opinion, but like, I just don't care about sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're super fun, but it's like they're they're just like they're just that. Like, I don't know. To me, like a strata is just kind of mediocre. Yeah, and uh, you know, at at this point in time, like Cedar Cedar Point doesn't deserve another new Intamin, so give it to Kings Island, a park that might take care of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I also just like a strat is super cool for your first like two or three rides, but like I feel like how many rides on Maverick do you have? And you're still like Maverick is the best coaster ever. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times do you get off Maverick still? And it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know if I remember that part. Like yeah. where it's like you can't say that about a strata, you went off a top hat. <laughs> It was cool when they came out in the early 2000s. I mean, it, it was the it was a craze. Like we went, we want to go taller, faster, and I mean, they reached that pinnacle, and then that's that. Yeah, it was. I'm sure it was cool for like three rides. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was yeah, Kings Island right. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now we have coaster dudes. They said, "Would you rather Top Thrill 2.0 be the best coaster at Cedar Point and have the reliability of Wild Mouse, or work consistently and fall out of the top five in the park?" Uh oh my god. Um, I guess it depends. <laughs> it really depends because I I think I would I'd rather have it be the best coaster at Cedar Point, but it still has. With the rubble. I mean, you want everything to be the best, better coaster, right? I know. No <laughs> it's a strata. Anyway, I think it would be better to be the best coaster and have lower reliability because it already was that. So, no change. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I would rather it work consistently and fall out of the top five. Because it's the best coaster. Like, that line used to be insane. It had no reliability. And it's a strata. Like, it's it's not cool anymore, guys. Like, it's yeah. not that it's not cool. It's just like, and it's not like you're saying you're at a park like World of Fun or like Valley Fair where it's like you don't really have top tier coasters. But your other good coasters are Millie, Maverick, Steel Vengeance. Like, you have very, like, arguably some of the best coasters in the country. It's not like you're, it's not like you need yeah. a, a best coaster. Like, you're okay with a filler coaster. And that's yeah. all that it really is, even if it is the best coaster. Right. Yeah. Yep. My rant over. I let's hopefully that's the end of the strata um conversation because um I feel like I've talked a lot of shit on strata coasters. <laughs> um yeah, uh so my turn, right? Did you yes. read that one? Okay. Uh Aether Dawn, if you could only ride coasters from one manufacturer for the rest of your life, which company would it be? Inspin. Um, the theme, theme. Oh my god! I can't even say our theme. Our name again. <laughs> the stamp of approval from the podcast that we we are currently you're currently <laughs> listening to. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think. However, I do know that there could potentially be some competition if I ever got on Vacomas overseas, like the new gen Vacomas, and also. Um, mocks like more mocks i think could potentially change that because mocks are like very beautiful coasters but i don't think i have enough experience to give them as an answer yeah i just i think of everything that intamin's done overseas with like hyperion and conda and then they also they have that uh 4d like 
coaster that they have movie at Warner Brothers movie something or another, which looks really cool. So um, yeah, um, Intamin. Yeah, official stamp of approval. Yeah, that brings us to our last questions. Mitchell asked, "Would you rather ride Millie backward or Val Raven?" Oh, um, I think I would rather ride Millie backwards because I don't like doing inversions backwards. I literally have the exact same answer. <laughs> I was all I was thinking about was a boomerang and the fact that, like, as much as I wanted to love Mister Freeze. I just didn't love it because it was like those inversions backwards were a little just too uncomfortable for my liking. Yeah. I just like, like we talked about last episode with Invertigo, like doing that vertical loop backwards just makes me like, I, I get so dizzy for some reason and I, and I don't yeah. like it. So I do however really love, I did that arrow shuttle looper and I loved that. That one didn't bother me, but between these two, I definitely think Millie. I agree. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of this long episode. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Yes, guys. Thanks for staying tuned. I hope you loved the um, Town at Dorney Park and Taylor Swift collab. Yep. Um, yeah, and be on the lookout. We have some exciting stuff coming up, so we will definitely let you know about that uh, as soon as we can. And, uh, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you next time. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.